When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. Across the Mountain State, this is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. This is the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official restoration company of the West Virginia University Mountaineers. Farmer Klein and Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers. CEC, Civil and Environmental Consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work. CECinc.com, that's C-E-C-I-N-C.com. In addition to Coach Brown's weekly comments, we'll hear from West Virginia assistant coaches and key Mountaineer players. Now, let's talk Mountaineer football and head live to the Push Car Center in Morgantown. Alongside the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley, here's your host, Dan Zangrilli. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, all presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. I'm Dan Zang, really alongside the Wolfman, Dale Wolfley, as we get you ready for Texas Tech Week. Both teams with identical records, uh, as both teams are in desperate needs of wins, which should make for a good, uh, hardly played game, as we've seen over the last handful of years, which, by the way, West Virginia has had a decided advantage uh, in recently, uh, Wolf. But uh, so close against the Baylor Bears, uh, weren't able to get it done in Waco, but I think a lot of good takeaways uh, that we came away with against one of the best teams.
Times and still the only unbeaten team in the Big 12 Conference. Absolutely, Danny. And I have to say this is that, you know, the way they played, you know, against Baylor, I thought they were champions. Uh, young guys, we're not allowed to say you know, the F word anymore. So they're just young guys out there and they're battling. I love it that, you know, I, I put out a tweet, Danny, afterwards and I said, I see you, I see who you are. I see where you're going as a whole team unit. And I'm actually very encouraged. And uh, I'm just saying, I was just so impressed with the heart they had. They fought every single play. You know what? This is going to become a trademark, I think, of these Neil Brown teams is that the Mountaineers are going to come in and they're going to play every single time, every single down. You know, let's go, Danny. 1-0 in everything they do as he approached it last week. Yeah, and what a defensive performance that we saw at McLean Stadium in Waco, particularly from the defensive line, particularly from Darius Stills. We're going to talk mm -hmm. to defensive line coach Blake Seiler coming up okay. after we hear from Neil Brown. Also, the team leader in interception. Keith Washington, he will join us coming up a little bit later on because, hey, uh, let's be honest, it's been a depleted secondary. West Virginia was down to their last available body at safety. Uh, and even at the corner position, you could be a little bit thin. Uh, Keith Washington has really uh, atoned for the attrition that we've had at that position, mm -hmm. the lack of depth with his high caliber of play. So we're looking forward to ha having all of you aboard. If you'd like to send us a tweet and uh, if you want to file a question for Coach Seiler or uh, Keith Washington, send us a tweet at WVUMSN or you could email us for those uh, that are watching online, uh, WVUMSN at gmail.com. We'll get into the Texas Tech Red Raiders under the direction of first-year coach Matt Wells. There are plenty of storylines to go along for Saturday afternoon's game at 12 o'clock. A lot of connections between Texas Tech and are. West Virginia, be it the defensive coordinator of the Red Raiders right now or the former offensive coordinator of the Red Raiders, which happens to be our head head coach. I'm sure Neil will, will address plenty of that coming up oh, here absolutely. shortly. Hey, we all know Keith Patterson. He was here for a couple of years as a co-defensive coordinator and as solely before going Arizona State so there's quite a bit of few, few connections I mean again in the Big 12 you kind of get that sense of all these young coaches you're seeing a lot of intertwining going on in relationships yeah Texas Tech they're banged up a lot of injuries there plus uh, we had a ton of attrition in that Baylor game we'll hope to get some injury updates from Neil mm -hmm. Brown here coming up shortly as to who is available plus we're now in that stretch run the final four games of the year uh, one thing that was discussed on the teleconference yesterday who potentially is going to see the field more often than not uh, without being uh, uh, able to, to burn a year of eligibility. That's something that we would expect to be addressed here coming up with Neil Brown, who steps to the podium in just a moment. It's the Neil Brown Press Conference Show with the Wolfman. I'm Dan Zangrilli. Now this from our presenting sponsor, Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company, the Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Have you been injured in a wreck? You shouldn't have to worry about fighting the insurance company, and it shouldn't cost you a dime. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. We help fellow West Virginians. Ask around. We've probably helped a friend, neighbor, or even a family member. We never ask you for money, and we don't get paid unless you do. Injured in a wreck? Call the law firm you know, 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. Around here, you matter. 
You're listening to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official restoration company of the Mountaineers. Now, it's time to hear from Coach Brown. With Dale Wolfley, I'm Dan Zangrilli. We are inside the Pushkar Center awaiting the head coach of the West Virginia Mountaineers as WVU prepares to do battle against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Both teams are checking in with their three and five records. Both teams are at one and four in Big 12 Conference play. Both are in desperate needs, uh, uh, desperate need of, of wins here. Four straight losses for West Virginia, three straight for Texas Tech, Wolf, which uh, really makes Saturday all the more intriguing because somebody's obviously coming away with one uh, very young, very hungry team under uh, uh, both first-year head coaches by all counts, both really impressive guys. Yeah, and this really is a game that you need if you want to go bowling at the end of the season. And if you lose this game, it really puts the teams back up against the wall to try to do that, being there will be six losses. So obviously you could only be six and six at the end of the season. So it, it is a big game for them. I, I think our Mountaineers, I, I just love like them, man. I, I really like what they, they have coming in. I have. A, I think we're going to see a couple surprises. Maybe not so much a surprise, but I think we're going to see some players that haven't played yet thus far. Uh, we'll get some opportunities. So I think there's going to be a lot of excitement for this game coming up. Yeah, uh, looking forward to it for a number of reasons. Uh, in a vacuum, Wolf uh, on film and popping the hood quickly mm -hmm. on Texas Tech. What are you seeing that's different uh, now that Cliff Kingsbury is out of the equation? He's moved on to the NFL. You've got Matt Wells in there in, in his first year. Does he have a brand does he have an identity that that is really apparent well the only thing i can see really a lot different danny is that matt wells will run the ball more times so they are averaging about 37 carries per game so uh they're still averaging 305 yards in the air so they like to put the whole offense together they're still explosive uh, they're still doing a lot of things but they are young as well so uh, defensively, they're still giving up some points. So they're, they're kind of trying to figure that out. That's always been, I guess, the knock on, on Texas Tech is, you know, do they play defense in love? Mm -hmm. uh, when you look at the numbers in a vacuum, you're, you're going to say no. But what can you tell us about the Red Raiders defensively? Well, actually, they, they play hard. And they got a couple guys uh, being in Brooks and, and Bowman. One is leading the, the country in the top 10 in tackles per game with 11. And the other is leading the FBS in interceptions with seven. So, I mean, they got some guys in there that are excellent uh, defenders and you know what they're going to be a tough team to compete no. against and uh, Neil Brown is about to step to the podium so let's uh, head inside and hear from the head coach of the Mountaineers all right good deal thank you all for being here uh, tough emotional loss on Thursday night um, talked about it right after the game thought our guys play extremely extremely hard. I thought we prepared well, gave us an opportunity to be in that game. And we missed a great opportunity on the road versus the number 12 team in the country on national TV. Um, but I don't want to take away from how our guys played, which I, which I was proud of the effort and the intensity. Uh, quick recap, I thought our special teams played really well, probably our best game overall. Had a huge advantage in special teams, and Baylor was, was a quality unit coming in. Uh, I'll hit on the negatives and the positives in, on, in each phase. Negatives, our penalty on the opening kickoff return put us in a bind there. Uh, had to start inside the 10-yard line. Um, we had an offsides penalty on kickoff and obviously the, the block field goal there at the end um, where we just we – didn't, we didn't take our proper steps, laid off the ball, and it, and it cost us big time. Positives, we had a kickoff return for a touchdown. I think the first one here since 2014. Uh, we, we've blocked kickoff return really well all year. Uh, we just hadn't – we hadn't done a very good job in the return game. And uh, – 
obviously we just didn't pick the right guy. So Winston got it, took the first one to the house, and he'll obviously be the kickoff returner for the rest of the year. Um, had a huge fumble recovery on punt on our punt coverage team. Um, and, and our punt coverage has been excellent all year. Uh, and there's nothing, you know, that game was, I think, where they had negative uh, punt return yardage. Had a 43.6 net punt, which is really impressive. Um, our kickoff coverage was really good. Um, I thought our punt block team uh, was the best it's been all year. We affected two punts. Um, defensively, uh, next phase to talk about, that's the best we've played uh, from start to end in a game all year. Uh, there's been times where we played at a high level defensively, but that was the best we played from for a whole game. Credit to our defense staff and our players. thought we had a great scheme, um, and, and I thought our players executed that. Uh, the negatives, uh, we just missed too many tackles. Um, we had we had several opportunities, uh, especially there at the end of the game on that drive where they had um, the uh, they were able to kick a field goal. We missed several tackles on the quarterback draw that set up that. But uh, we got to do a better job in that area. And then we had a couple critical alignment errors that uh, that allowed them to convert a couple third downs. The positive, I thought our D line was dominant. I know uh, Coach Rules talked about that. We had eight sacks, uh, twelve tackles for loss. Goal line stand before the half was huge. And then we forced two fumbles. Uh, I thought we played really physical. Um, offensively, uh, we just – we physically got whipped up front. Um, didn't play – we didn't play well enough to win at any position offensively. Um, our margin for area, error is really small offensively. And uh, we just continue to beat ourselves, man. We – whether it's uh, procedure penalties, drops, um, we had two bad snaps, critical errors at inter-opportune times. Um, top performers – want to want to recognize some people I thought defensively these guys all played at a high level Jeffrey Pooler and, and Dylan Tonkery played their best games that they played this year um, and then obviously Darius Stills uh, I thought he you know I, I saw in, in one one outlet he won the big 12 defense player of the week well deserved in that Reese Donahue has played well now for the whole month of October. And then Sean Mahone and Noah Guzman, both of those guys played their best football of the year. Um, special teams, guys stood, stood out. Winston Wright, obviously. And then uh, uh, Josh Groudon had his best day as far as punting the football. Offensively, really the only guy was George Campbell. He did some, he did some good things. He'll be more involved as we move forward. Um, couple personnel updates i think you saw ricky johns yesterday put his name in the in the transfer portal and then uh and jack allison also jack jack has made the decision to enter transfer portal he graduates in december so this was a decision that that he came to me with and and i love jack i like i I like him a lot he's been a great teammate here um he wants to go play and and i support that he's got an internship that he's got to get hours um before he graduates so i support him in that um some injury updates. All right, so uh, Kennedy McCoy, Noah Guzman left the game on Thursday. Uh, I think they're questionable. We'll see how they progress as a week. Uh, but I am hopeful that both of them will play. Uh, Qualls had surgery today. He'll be out for the year. Uh, Josh Chandler is questionable. Uh, we're going to kind of build up. He'll, he'll work a little bit today. He'll kind of build up through the week. Um, and we'll see how that goes. Uh, Staley missed the game on Thursday night. He'll be questionable again. I think it, it's, a, it's a muscle injury in his leg, so a lot of it just depends on, on how he heals. I would say he's very questionable. Uh, T.J. Simmons left the game late in the first quarter. Um, I would say he's doubtful for the game. We'll see how he goes. I'm not saying he's out yet, but he's doubtful. Uh, Sean Ryan will be out this week, but I, I'm, I, I think he's getting real close. 
I think he's getting real close, just not ready for contact yet. Uh, Barrett left the game in the second quarter on Thursday. We'll see how he progresses this week. Uh, Giovanni Haskins should be back. Uh, he did not play Thursday night. He's had a, uh, a kind of a core muscle injury. It hadn't allowed him to run, uh, but I think he'll be able to run full speed. And then Drayshawn Miller is improving, but he will not go this week. Okay, he's improving. Again, I think he'll be back at some point this year, um, but he's not available this week. So a lot of positives take away from last week as a team. I thought our coaches and players um, did a good job preparing for that game, and we've got to continue to focus on us and getting better. Uh, kind of flipped the page to, to Texas Tech. Excited to get back home. Uh, we haven't played at home since um, – I think it's going to be five weeks almost, and so excited to get back home in front of the home crowd. Um, game between two teams that are really hungry for a win. Um, a lot of respect for Matt Wells and his staff. They, they did a, a great job really developing that program at Utah State. Uh, just kind of brief intro of them, uh, special teams-wise. Um, the guy's special teams coordinator there, he's been a lot of places, really highly respected in, in the special teams world, sound in, in really every phase. Uh, they got freshmen at all the specialist positions. Um, their punter and their kicker and their long snapper are, are all freshmen, and, they, and they've really been strong. I think uh, field goal kickers making high percentage of kickoffs. Guys got a high percentage of touchbacks, um, and their punters right there near the top of the conference. So really sound there. Um, they've already blocked a couple field goals, and had a kickoff return versus Kansas for a touchdown that got called back. But uh, they've got a couple returners that can go. Uh, defensively, there are multiple – multiple uh, coverage front team. They bounce back and forth between three and four down. Um, their coordinator was here at one point. Um, I think I read a stat where right now I think their scoring defense is the lowest it's been maybe since 2009 there. Um, they, uh, they, they played very well early in games, okay, especially in the first quarter. I think they got three guys that really stick out. The Coleman kid leads the country in interceptions. Um, he's around the ball a lot. Um, and then the linebacker, Brooks, is, is as good as anybody in our league at that position. Um, and then they've got a D lineman, Washington Jr., who I think is really good. Plays the run exceptionally well. Does a good job getting off defenders. Uh, offensively, uh, play with a lot of tempo. They had one of the best offense, uh, offenses in the country at Utah State. Um, their coordinator there uh, goes back to Missouri when – Chase Daniel was there, and they were playing really fast, and, and they're, a, they're a team that plays with a lot of tempo. Uh, balanced. I think they have one of the top offensive lines in our, in our conference. Um, a lot of experience. Three guys, I think, that started 29-plus games up front. Uh, the running back, Thompson, who's a freshman, I think he's a tough, tough runner. He, he does a really good job of driving his knees. He's broken a lot of tackles over the last few weeks. Um, they've got the receiver, uh, Basher, that's, that's really long. Um, Tall, really has, has won a lot of one-on-one -on -one, uh, balls and gone up and top and gotten them. Quarterback Duffy, I think he's a capable runner, but he gets the ball out extremely fast, gets the guy, ball to playmakers. I think we got uh, we got to prepare for Bowman, too. Um, it's my understanding that he's making some progress, so I wouldn't be surprised if we see him. Um, and just to kind of wrap up, you know, this game, first game in November, and I think all teams are, are, are judged and kind of remembered for how they finish. So this is our opportunity. We're coming back home. There's a lot going on this week. we got Mountaineer Week on campus. Uh, it's true blue for all our fans, so hopefully everybody that's coming out will wear blue. And then uh, most importantly, it's Military Appreciation Day, and it's a, it's a day where we're going to honor our state's veterans uh, with Veterans Day coming on Monday following the game. And uh, – We'll have uh, two honorary captains, U.S. Army Major Fred Boom Boom Smalls, uh, 
who I watched some clips uh, earlier today of him sacking Doug Flutie, so I think our fans will have real fond memories of him. And then former U.S. Army Specialist Ted Daniels. So uh, Ted Daniels and, and Fred Smalls will be honorary captains um, for Military Appreciation Day. And we're going to do something uh, – from a from a uniform uh, perspective that we'll release later this week and it'll pay uh it'll it'll honor the veterans from the state of west virginia so encourage our fans to wear blue come out support our team uh, nobody's pleased with the results that we've had at this point um but we got a great opportunity to finish strong our guys are playing the game the right way and, and the game will be entertaining so we hopefully we have a crowd that's that's here it's a 12 o'clock kick and uh, they're here early and they're loud because we need them so with that i'll open up questions Neil, injuries in a lot of spots. To start with running back, what you're going to do with your rotation if Kennedy can't go? Yeah, and like I said, I'm hopeful Kennedy's going to go, but uh, Mathis is going to play. Um, Letty, um, who, who's got to play better, you know, and, and he's played better at times. He didn't play as very, he didn't play very well. He's no different than anybody else on offense, though, uh, in that game Thursday night. Um, but but Letty will play, Mathis will play, and then um, um, Kennedy uh, Kennedy will continue to play if if he's ready to go. Neil, prior to Thursday, the third quarter had been where things had kind of spiraled away from you guys, and that obviously didn't happen against Baylor. What what has been causing that, and what was different last week? About that? Well, you know, it's kind of it, it, everything works in cycles. You know, we've actually, if you go back, even the third quarter versus Missouri, we played pretty good, and then we came out, played really well in the third quarter versus NC State, then we played, um, then we went through that spell there where we didn't play good for whatever reason. You know, after Kansas game. Because we, I think we had two or three games in a row where we scored the first drive of the third quarter. Um, then we came out of the locker room pretty strong. We got turned over on the first play of the night, drove it down. We had first and goal in the nine, and that's when the second of the bad snaps occurred. Um, that's something we really concentrate on during the bye week. If you look at it, we call it the really the middle eight, and it's the last four minutes of the first half, first four minutes of the second half, and that's something that we really talked to our team about a lot about during the during the bye week. We changed kind of some formatting of practice where we kind of play – we've kind of practiced in quarters, the first, second, third, and fourth quarter, and uh, kind of set up practice where we'd be better coming off a break. Um, and I think it did help us. Uh, uh, Jack, who's going to back up Austin? Yeah, so uh, Jared Dagey and, and Trey Lowe, I think they'll both have opportunity to potentially see – see time in this game. We're going to kind of let them compete it out for the uh, for the backup spot. You mentioned Tonkery having a, a mm -hmm. good game last week. Position change for him. Just what what was it about that, what he did yeah. that, that you liked so much? Well, I thought he, he did a really nice job blitzing. And, and the, the mic and the bandit positions, the way we're using them right now, aren't a whole lot different. So uh, what we did the other day is we actually we, we took one linebacker out and played Guzman at a, what we call our rover position. And, and Tonker was still playing in the middle of the defense other than he was technically the bandit. Um, but I thought he did a really good job of timing up some of his rushes. Um, I thought he did a good job chasing down the balls. He, he missed fewer tackles than he has. Um, and I think it's just he's getting more comfortable in what we're doing. You know, with the quarterback thing, the way you said that, do you have a plan to get one or the other in? It's just to get him a series or a Yeah, I think drives? it's fair. I think that's um, – I think we're kind of looking at the quarterback position like we have all our positions on offense. We we got to get better, and um, we're gonna. I'm not necessarily gonna broadcast what our plans are because I think I don't think that does anything but help Texas Tech. But I think we will have some we'll have some some plans to use those other two guys if needed. At this point in the season, what can be done to address drops, which have been? Recurring? It's really repetitions. I mean, that's they're. 
Um, when you go about it, I think some of it's a confidence issue. So you start thinking about it. Um, but I think you solve it through repetitions, which is which is something we're, we've done, we'll continue to focus on, maybe even put an increasingly focus on. Um, we've moved tennis ball machines into our position room. Um, we've added, um, within the 20-hour rule, we've added uh, jugs machine uh, into their workout. So we're doing some things to increase the repetition and catching balls. It's, and it's really not just been the drops, it's been the, the critical point of those drops third downs the other night we had an opportunity to flip the field it was going to be a 25 plus game you were a receiver so are hands developed or do you just you can get better yeah i think you can get better i think you can i think you can go from average to good i think you can go bad to average i don't think you can necessarily go bad to great you run into a bunch of good nose guards where mm -hmm. does this one fit with what you've had they're a good player you know, I think that there there is quality nose guards in our league. And it's one of those things, once you put it on film, that you have a difficult time with a head-up nose, and guess what you're going to find? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to get a head-up nose. And so until we do a better job um, versus those head-up noses, then that's what we're going to continue to see. And, and a lot of it for us is just technique-based. We've got to play with better technique on the interior of our offensive line. We've got to play better. We've got to play with better technique. We've got to do what we're coached to do. Looking back, at the mm -hmm. snaps, was, was anybody barking anything on the other side of the ball? No, I, I mean, I think you can see on film um, where uh, the Baylor player was clapping. I'm not sure he was clapping to simulate the snap or not. Um, I think there's probably a distinct difference between a snap uh, clap coming in front of you than a clap coming from behind you. Um, but obviously they're costly. You know, if you look at it, I think we had second, both of them after turnovers, and – one of them, I think, was second and four. Um, and then we go back. And, and the thing about it is we had opportunities to overcome both of those, and we just didn't. Like, on the on the one there where the, fir and the, the first one that goes overhead, we were going to be in the wildcat there. I think it was second and four. Snap goes overhead. We run a third down pass. We got three guys open. We don't throw it to any of them. And we had a chance to get in field goal range. And, and those are the kind of plays that get you beat. Everybody focuses on the end of the game. But there's all those opportunities during the course of a game where you just make a routine play. Then, like, if we make a routine play right there, we put ourselves in a chance to kick a field goal. Whether we make it or not, who knows? But we give us a, a chance. Then we go down. It's first and goal on the nine, um, first drive of the second half. And I thought I thought they – we had multiple opportunities to get on that ball. You know, and it's, it's going to be second and long, but we still give ourselves a chance to kick a field goal if we, if we get on the ball. Neil, um, how does Trey end up on the punt team? Well, because we've done that a bunch. So if you go back and look at that, so Troy, um, the kid that's a starter right now, Caleb Barker at Troy, we played him on the punt team. Um, and we've had, we had some difficulties with the rush uh, against Oklahoma. So one way to kind of stymie that is give them fake looks. So obviously we got opportunity to do multi, multiple fakes um, with Trey Lowe out on the punt team. But also is he good at the – yeah, Stuff he, that you would traditionally do? Yeah, well, and, and the other thing, too, is, yeah, so he's a big kid. He can run. Uh, he's strong. And so we're not asking him to do anything overly difficult on that team, but he can he can run and cover. And it worked. We'll continue, we're going to continue to work him there. Uh, it slowed their rush. Uh, with Baylor, they, they slowed down. They rushed one less person and played them back in defense. I think you have to. 
you know, with, with a quarterback back there that has an opportunity. Not only can he run the ball in fakes, but he also can pass it. You know, how important was your time at Texas Tech and getting you to where you are today? Uh, you know, I, I enjoyed our time in Lubbock. Um, my wife and I, we, we have some really uh, good friends, maybe as good as we've made uh, through all our moves in Lubbock. Um, I think it was important. You know, um, that was my first uh, Power Five coordinating experience. Um, it was a unique time in that program's history because um, – of the way Leach left and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, was fortunate enough to coach some really good players. Um, we had some we had some some really good offenses there. Um, but it, that that's a time that I look back that we definitely uh, enjoyed. Our middle daughter, our, our our second our middle child, our second daughter, Angela. She was born in Lubbock. Neil, early in the season, we talked a lot about Mike Brown and his relative experience. Mm-hmm. Casey Legg had. Even less experience than, than mm-hmm. him really coming in. Yeah, it's kind of unique, how, huh? How unique of a, of a situation is that? Yeah, it's unique. I think uh, Mike Molinari, um, who was a punter here, it's on our staff now. Um, he was, uh, you know, before he got became on staff, he was in medical uh, sales. And uh, Casey's dad's an orthopedic surgeon in Charleston. And the dad, I think his dad, the way I understand it, is he just kind of mentioned that Casey – Started kicking balls, and and then next thing you know, Mike's up here and makes the call and says, hey, you want to come try it out? Um, the thing I like about Casey is, like, he really – that's why I would like to see where that kick went. It looks pretty good until it gets blocked, you know. And and this is why, because this is what I appreciate about him, is every time that we put him in a, in a challenge situation, he, he's really risen to that occasion. That's not always the case especially with specialists sometimes, okay? Um, so we try to put our specialists in as many really kind of gut-wrenching, pressure-packed situations in practice, uh, especially in spring and fall camp. Um, and he has always risen to the occasion. Like, we did it four times last week. Once once Staley got hurt kind of at the beginning, and we really didn't know if he was going to be able to go or not. Um, we still thought he would be able to right up until uh, pregame warm-ups. Um, but once he – I mean, once I thought it was a question mark whether he was going to be able to go, like he was four for four. And and we put – you know, I try to, hey, we got this many gasters, you got this many up-downs. If he makes it, we're good. You can practice it over. If he misses it, this is what we got, you know. And he's always answered the bell. So, it, it is – it's unique. You know, he never played – you know, I was telling Molly McGrath about it before the game. I said, hey, you know, she asked me if he was going to kick. I said, yeah. And she said, well, I didn't see it, you know. I didn't see his high school stats. I was like, because he didn't have any. You know what I mean? He didn't have any. Look at soccer stats. You know, how it, at this point in the season, uh, you know, seven, eight games, mm-hmm. and, uh, as a coach and as a team, do you say, okay, the record is what it is, but mm-hmm. concentrate on the mission instead? How, how do you have the ability to, to put the record out, out of your mind? Or Yeah, you know, I just think that we've really uh, approached this whole season – is hey, let's just get better, you know. You know we want to win every game. We're gonna we're preparing to win every game. Our plan is to win every game. Never gone into a game that we didn't think we had a great opportunity to win it. Um, but I think that it's just important that we get better, and that's been the case from when we played poorly in the first half of Missouri. That's been the case when we played poorly in the second half of of Oklahoma. Is we just got to get better, you know, and 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 
the best way that I can tell them to get better is we got to focus the task at hand and we got to be our best. And so that's kind of their message, you know, and, and I think I spoke about this last week um, in the press conference leading into the Baylor game, maybe a week ago Tuesday, is, man, we got a lot of hope in this building. You know, there's there's a lot of reasons to be excited. You know, even our older 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 guys, the seniors, you know, those guys are playing some of the best football they've ever played. So there's plenty to play for for them. All right, we still we we get hot here in the month of November. We still got opportunities to 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 make postseason play. So, um, and there's a lot of reasons. Even even um, what our record is, there's a lot of reasons to have hope and be excited in here. Neil, speaking of Molly McGrath, have you ever had a player talk to a sideline reporter? Yeah, or? somebody was telling me that. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Ask Amanda. You might know. I don't know. <laughs> the uh, yeah. I guess if you if if you're if you're going to talk, I'll, I'll say this: it probably happens. I don't know if it's ever been reported, so um, I think it works kind of both ways. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know what he said, but somebody said that uh, on Twitter or something they saw where Darius said something to to Molly during the game. I'm gonna say that's a first. It doesn't stick out in my mind that's ever happened before. Do he did play. He did play really well. Do you know what the message was? No, I have no idea. I don't. Don't if it's bad. Don't even tell me, Mike. Really not, well, I don't know. It's like, it's like hey, there's there's a reason, man. Like some of that stuff, like that's the reason why one of the one of the best things to do, uh, whether you win or you lose, I tell our players to do this too. Is when you take that Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and you hit that button where it just scrolls down to the whatever the last thing is, and then you close it. So whether it's good or bad, you don't see any of them. Thanks, coach. That it. All right. Thank y'all. All right, good stuff from Neil Brown uh, in his press conference as usual. Uh, Wolfman, uh, a lot of ground to cover here. Uh, before, Usually is, isn't it? Yeah, but but, but in this uh, particular case, uh, a lot going on. Uh, Jack Allison, everyone, has entered the transfer portal. Uh, here is the rundown of the injuries for WVU, listed as questionable for Saturday. Kenny McCoy, Noah Guzman, uh, Josh Chandler, Evan Staley, uh, listed as doubtful is receiver T.J. Simmons. Uh, out, Quandarius Qualls, he's out for the remainder of the year. He had surgery and uh, also out this week is uh, Sean Ryan. I think I uh, ran I think down you the have. It's a mad unit. It is. Did you say uh, Chase Barron? That he's going to be questionable? Uh, okay, yeah. I, I did leave well, out Chase Barron. Yeah, Chase, right? yeah. He'll be questionable. Now, I, the offensive line certainly needs Chase to, to be ready to go again. No doubt. So, it's a mash unit, Danny. It's tough. It's that time of the year. I don't, I don't see anyone complaining. I don't see anyone making excuses. But the reality is what the reality is, and it's next man up, even if you're down to your last safety. Yeah. And uh, Or if you're uh, down to your backup kicker, Casey Legg, an interesting <laughs> story there. We're going to talk to special teams coordinator uh, Blake Seiler here coming up in just a moment. Uh, as far as quarterback is concerned, uh, a good possibility we're going to see Jared Daigie this week. I think you're going to see him. I mean, I just, I, you know, he has four opportunities to play uh, before he, losing his redshirt years, so he, he has those. Uh, why not throw him out there, right? See what he can do, see what his mix is. And, you know, he's bo actually both a uh, accomplished uh, thrower and runner at Bowling Green. I mean, he obviously has the most playing time of all quarterbacks on this team, so i go ahead and throw him out there and see what happens. And, uh, also, could see Trey Lowe for that matter as well. Absolutely, not, not Trey. Just Daggy. And, and I, 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 I mean, Trey, people forget he's been around for a while, but Trey Lowe is just a redshirt freshman. I mean, he, he's still a youngin, and, and there's a lot of competition going on. And, and you want competition in that room because that's going to raise up the, the game and the level of all the quarterbacks. Yeah. 
Looking forward to uh, hearing from Blake Seiler, West Virginia Special Teams Coordinator. He is uh, presiding over the top-ranked punt defense in in all the Big 12, the fourth-best in all the nation, and also uh, second-best kickoff return defense in the Big 12, 13th-best in the nation. What a turnaround from uh, a a year ago. And and that's really all For the past seven years? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yes. I I mean, just say it. Call it what it is. Years. Uh, Years. And you know what, Dan, I want to just tell everybody, if you ever taped the Baylor game, okay, if you did, go back to a punt safe where you see Reese Donahue and Darius Stills come out and hit the guy in the middle of the shield. It's hysterical. Mm -hmm. It got my big hit of the week. I already blew it. I'm going to come out and say that it's my big hit of the week, but it is awesome. Those two just came in and and they went and hit. Special teams are fired up. Everybody's enjoying playing. Even guys like Reese and Darius that are getting a ton of reps, uh, they're out there and they're giving their very best on special teams. It's really good to see. Yeah, and it was also great to see Dylan Tonkery slide over to the bandit position and excel the way that he did. Wolf, how hard is that to do, what he did on Thursday night, uh, given what what I would think his relatively short notice? Well, if you remember my halftime speech that we had there on the radio, I was like, I can't believe this. I mean, he came out and he put pressure on Brewer right off the bat. He he chased him down, and then he had a sack. Uh, Really caused a lot of fits. For that Baylor offensive line, uh, he may have found a new spot. Yeah, and uh, looking forward to, to discussing that when we return here on the Neil Brown Press Conference Show. Plus, Keith Washington is going to stop by the program as well. Here on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, now this from our friends at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company the Mountaineers call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Why did I want to work for CEC? You mean besides the fact that they're a leader in the industries they serve, like environmental and civil engineering, air quality and water resources, or the fact we're employee-owned so we share in CEC's success? Well, challenges get me fired up, and CEC's employees pride themselves in finding cool solutions that solve unique problems for our clients. We're always creating, using our expertise to save those clients money and meet their challenges. I've worked on sustainable landscape projects, nature centers, and with the shale oil and gas industries, too. Another reason I'm with CEC? I love my West Virginia home, and I'm helping build her future close to my family. Creative solutions that are building West Virginia's future and can build yours close to home. Find your next opportunity with CEC when you go to wearecec.com. CEC, big firm capabilities, small firm culture. We are CEC.com. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, it's me, your cell phone. We need to talk about something, something serious. I know you love me. I know you like using me wherever you are, but I feel like this isn't working out when you're driving. I know you may think that it's possible to focus both on me and the road, but I just don't feel the same way. I think we should spend time away from each other when you're driving. It's for the best. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, 
even money-saving, just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Welcome to the Orphan Diaries. Here's the founder of Food for Orphans, Gary Van Dyke. Ken doesn't know how old he is. He guesses at around seven. His whole life has been centered on finding food. You see, he lives at the dump and he's never been anywhere else. You can find Ken walking in a decaying landfill of rotting garbage, plastic bags, and shards of broken glass. To many, Ken and children like him are invisible. But they're not, are they? For more information, visit www.foodfororphans.org. Welcome back to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. You've heard from the head coach. Now let's hear from a West Virginia assistant coach. Let's go back to the Pushkar Center in Morgantown. Here again is your host, Dan Zangrilli. We've just heard from the head coach of the Mountaineers. Welcome back, everybody. We will go ahead and uh, break uh, everything down that he said coming up a little bit later on. Uh, but right now it's time to uh, be joined by Blake Seiler, West Virginia Special Teams Coordinator, a linebackers coach. This segment brought to you by Farmer, Klein & Campbell. If you're injured in an accident, call our friends at Farmer, Klein & Campbell. All right, we have a lot to get to, Coach. First off, thanks for joining us. In a short period of time, let me ask you, uh, in a vacuum, how do you get from where we were on the special teams front years ago and what you inherited to become the best punt return defense in the conference and the second best kick return defense in the conference in essentially uh, an eight-game span. That's that's pretty impressive when you consider the turnaround. Well, I think, you know, number one is the, the importance we've stressed on it since we got here, since Coach Brown got here, and uh, we worked the heck out of it all spring ball, all summer, and through fall camp. Guys have really done a nice job buying in. And we haven't been perfect by any means, but, you know, you can tell the effort is there and the focus and attention to detail is there, and that's kind of what's helped us. We have, we have good schemes. I think our coaches have done a great job on all the units, helping out with scheme-wise, and, and Tyler Hancock certainly has done a great job as our analyst there, getting us in the right situations each week and then just practicing the heck out of it. That's, that's all it is. So whose idea was it to sneak Trey Lowe in there last week? <laughs> well, we've been seeing some exotic uh, punt rush looks and because of our scheme i think and so trey's a good athlete and he's done some good things here and we're just trying to find more ways to get him involved and you know we ran a couple we ran a punt fake there against oklahoma and i think putting a quarterback in the game opens you up for even more options for punt fakes so we got some things up our sleeve can you uh give me the background on how casey leg wound up in a mountaineer uniform neil brown mentioned it just briefly in his press conference here uh, a moment ago uh, in, in Coach uh, Molinari, who, who's yes. here with the program again, who, who played for West Virginia uh, years back. There's a connection there. So, so connect those dots for us. Well, I know Mike did a great job getting yeah. him to, uh, sure. to join the program as a walk-on. And really, that's all credit to Coach Molinari. I mean, he's really molded Casey into, into who he's become. And, you know, because you talk about a clean slate. That's, sure. what, that's what Casey Leg was. He's got yeah, a strong yeah. leg, got talent. No but... Uh, you know, I think that's all credit to Mike Molinari sure. and, and his coaching and, and development. You know, you've had a, a field goal block 
I think it was field goal block, yes. You've had a pump block. You've had a kickoff return for a touchdown. We didn't even get the punt return for a touchdown. <laughs> we need to. We need to. Um, we've spent a lot of time focusing on our returners, whether it's a kick return and punt return over the bye week because we didn't have a good outing against Oklahoma and answered the bell on kickoff return. You know, Winston did a great job on that unit, so punt returns the next one we're working on. Absolutely. So, you, you know, I talk about everyone buying in. And when I see Reese Donahue and Darius Stills, okay, doing a punt safe, Okay, so they go in and they attack. You saw the one where they attacked the shield. Yes. And they hit him. Yes. They just unloaded on him. Yes. I mean, that really says a lot to me that obviously you and the other coaches are putting a huge, huge emphasis on special teams. Yeah, we are. And, you know, Reese plays in our shield. So, you know, he has to sit back there and, and take on some of those those rushers. So, I think when it's time to flip the, flip the table and let him be the, uh, the guy delivering the blow instead of receiving the blow, he's all about it. Yeah. Blake Seiler is with us as West Virginia uh, gets ready to do battle against Texas Tech. Uh, the transition that Dylan Tonkery made in a very short period of time to have the game that he did against Baylor, uh, that's a testament to a guy that's, that's all in because of uh, our situation uh, and where we are at for, from a depth perspective. You really have to have buy-in from a player. And, and how much does that help than the performance that he gives you uh, in a new position on Thursday? I mean, absolutely. I think. You know, we, we had injuries at, at Bandit and whatnot, and we had a really position of need for, for Dylan to step in and fill that hole. You know, his first outing was against Oklahoma and, and uh, did some good things, but probably, you know, needed to play faster at times, um, which is to be expected from a guy playing that spot for the first time. So we really went to work on the bye week of just simplifying it. You know, don't don't try to look at the big picture. Look at your key. If he does this, you do that. And if he does this, you do that. And I think Dylan did a great job of studying that in the bye week and practicing it all week leading up to the Baylor game and played a lot faster and certainly affected the quarterback a lot, you know, and, and did a great job for us there. You know, you remember in the beginning of the season, uh, the preseason, you guys were doing musical chairs. Yes. So you remember that and that yeah. game? Well, I don't know who won that, but I know that you're doing that right now with your backers. Uh, I mean, you had Josh Chandler come in and to be a Mike and yes. moving Tonk over. Then you played Bartlett, first yes. time ever uh, yes. that he's getting. He's a freshman. Or yeah. wait, I'm not allowed to say freshman. He's a young player, and his first game experience ever, he's on Thursday night football nationwide, and he's out there, and, and he really did not miss a beat, in my opinion. No, Jared did a great job. Um, he, he's, a, he's a guy that's done a nice job since he got here in the summer. And you knew that his time was coming. It was just, when do we, when do we play him? And you know, this week it was obvious because of the injury to Josh Chandler and having to move uh, Dylan to, to Bandit and, and with Quandarius being out. I mean, you had no other options. <laughs> and so it's kind of took the same approach we did with Dylan is, you know, don't try to look at the whole picture and, and focus on this being a nationally televised game against a you know undefeated team top 12 team in the country mm -hmm. here's your key if he does this you do that if he does this you do that and do it as fast as you possibly can and I think Jared did a great job of, uh, of doing that it wasn't perfect by any means but but did a great job isn't there just something to be said for that coach I mean in this game sometimes we can't overcomplicate things can, absolutely can yeah especially on our side of the ball I mean because the league we play in with the, the tempo and the, and the spread offenses, you cannot, you know, going back to my time in the league, Kansas State being a defensive coordinator, if, if your guys play slow, you have no chance. No chance. And so mm -hmm. you got to be able to line up, read your key, and play. Play fast.
You know, that's interesting because I was telling you in our break, I said I'm so frustrated watching you and trying to break down what you're doing all the time because you're constantly changing. Now, I know they're simple, but again, is uh, the game plan that you guys came out with against Baylor, uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I, I'm seeing you, how you're doing, probably because of numbers as well. Uh, yeah. The lack of, I should say, thereof. But, I mean, you guys just keep morphing into a different type of style of defense, and it's attacking. I love it. Yeah, Coach Vic, credit to him. I mean, he's always uh, he's always in here early and, and diagramming new schemes and new looks for the opposing offenses and trying to keep it as simple as we can for our players so that way you don't load them up mentally and slow them down. And I think, uh, you know, last week we had to do some things injury-wise that we just had to do, play some extra safeties on the field and certainly presented some different looks that you know Baylor wasn't practicing all week long and, and it helped us. The guys did a great job executing the defense. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, looking forward to, to more of the same uh, coming up on Saturday afternoon against uh, Tech. Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. All right, uh, Blake Seiler, West Virginia right Special Teams Coordinator, a linebackers coach. Stay with us. More coming up here on the Neil Brown Press Conference Show in just a moment. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company, the Mountaineers call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Injured in a car wreck? The last thing you should worry about is how much it's going to cost you to fight the insurance company. Call 800-687-5990. Attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell. It costs you nothing out of pocket, and we don't get paid unless you do. We know about the money the insurance companies won't tell you about. We could get you more. Injured in a car wreck? It costs you nothing out of pocket. Nothing. Call attorneys Farmer, Klein, and Campbell, 800-687-5990. Around here, you matter. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today, millions of people all across America are building a life in recovery from addiction and mental illness, helping themselves and helping each other with friends, family, and community lending their strength and support. Join the Voices for Recovery. Together, we are stronger. For 24-hour free and confidential information and treatment referral for mental and substance use disorders, for you or someone you know, call 1-800-662-HELP. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm -mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. <laughs> Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Sweet strawberry icing. You're in goodwill and just past that vintage denim jacket you spot. Miniature donut earrings. You lean in. Ah, oh, that's the scent of shopping success. Because at Goodwill, every item you buy funds local job training and more. So bring home those donut earrings and bring home so much good to your community. Goodwill, bring good home. Brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council.
Live from the Pushkar Center in Morgantown, you're listening to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show, presented by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, alongside Dale Wolfley. Here's your host, Dan Zangrelli. And this segment is brought to you by CEC Civil and Environmental Consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work. Dan Wolf and Keith Washington with us on the program, West Virginia Defensive Back. Hey, Keith, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? We're, we're hanging in there. Uh, pretty good. Pretty good year for you so far. Uh, what's it been like, and what do you attribute the success to so far? Um, you know, I just attribute it to um, you know hard work over the summer, my teammates pushing me. Um, you know, a lot of guys, it's, it's uh, Hakeem Bailey, Josh Norwood, it's our senior year. So, um, you know, throughout the summer, we just pushed each other, pushed each other and, um, you know, try to go out there every week and compete. Yeah, hey, Keith, you've had an interesting course through college here. You went to Michigan, then you went mm -hmm. to Copai uh, Lincoln, uh, Mississippi Junior College, and then here. Uh, what have you taken in your, your travel time and, and all the different programs you've been at? What have you taken out of it from college? Um, well, you know, spending time at Michigan, um, you know, Copai Lincoln, you just learn um, different things about the game of football. Um, you learn how to how to work hard and um, you know how to how to work with different coaching staffs. You know, um, pretty much my whole career I've been with a, a different coaching staff um, every year, and um, you know how you learn how to transition and uh, work hard and meet new people, meet new teammates, and uh, try to mesh together, to get wins. What's the excuse me, Dave? What's the greatest thing that you found here coming here with Coach Brown? Mm -hmm. uh, what what is it that he impressed you with? Um, just his consistency. I would say um, you know from day one when he said uh, you know no hats in the building. Um, you know, no headphones on the man trips, things like that. Um, you know, he stuck to it. And um, whether we were winning, whether we were losing, um, you know, he, st he stuck to the same thing that he said he was going to do. Consistent, huh? Yes, sir. Yeah, and, and how important is that to have the consistency knowing day in and day out when you mm -hmm. walk into the push car center what exactly you're going to get? Um, you know, I feel like it builds, um, you know, chemistry on the team and trust in the coaches. You know, um, you know, one day, um, you know, you'd rather have a guy that you know you're going to get out of him. Every, uh, every day, every week, rather than, um, you know, a coach that, hey, we win it, we might switch things up, or if we lose, we might switch things up. Keith Washington is with us. Uh, there's been some attrition in the secondary, mm -hmm. uh, but you look at it overall, everybody's kind of pulled on the same rope, and you've largely had a pretty good year. Um, you're tied for, for second in the league with, with three interceptions. What has been the key to being able to, to weather the storm? Um, you know, I'd probably say I give credit to Coach Vic and, uh, you know, Coach Adai for, for teaching me technique and um, giving the game plan um, to us. But, you know, just reading my keys, um, believing what I see. Like I say, Coach Adai always says, um, believe what you see and break on it. And, um, you know, a lot of times, and also the D-line, getting pressure. A lot of those picks that I got came from pressure from the D-line. And, uh, you know, all that things mixed mix, mix together and, um, you know, I just happened to make a couple of plays. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, continued success to you, Keith. Appreciate you stopping by. I uh, have really enjoyed watching you so far. You're due. Yeah. Well, You're due for another one. <laughs> another one, yeah. I mean, he, he's, he's, been, he's been due all year. He's been yeah. coming through all year. Uh, really highlight real stuff. It's been really cool. It's yes, really, I appreciate really cool that. To watch. Keith Washington, Great everybody, job. West Virginia defensive back. Stay with us. We'll have more coming up in a moment. Our closing thoughts plus catch up to speed on some of the big news items coming out of the uh, press conference room with head coach Neil Brown when we return here on the Mountaineer Sports Network. When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company, the Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. 
This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. We depend on our drinking water supply daily, but where does that water come from? Your water provider encourages you to get to know your local water source so together we can protect and preserve it. The investments we make as a community to protect our water source now ensure we have a sustainable drinking water supply for the future. Visit drinktap.org to learn more. This message is brought to you by the American Water Works Association and your local water provider. Pedestrian accidents are on the rise across the country, including a growing number of incidents involving guide dog teams. Guide Dogs for the Blind provides unparalleled training for its guide dogs and their partners who are blind or visually impaired to help them navigate the traffic on busy streets. If you're behind the wheel, please don't text while driving and keep a close lookout for the thousands of working guide dog teams that cross the streets every day. Thank you from Guide Dogs for the Blind. And welcome back to the Pushkar Center, the Neil Brown Press Conference Show. Dan Zang, really Dale Wolfley wrapping up. Uh, for those on the uh, video side, uh, we'll send you back into the room here to hear from the coordinators in just a moment. But uh, special thanks to Blake Seiler, West Virginia Special Teams Coordinator, a linebacker's coach for stopping by, Keith Washington as well. Yep. He's having a big year. Okay, a lot to, to go through here in a, in a short period of time for those on the radio side that are, are maybe just tuning in. Uh, backup quarterback Jack Allison has entered the transfer portal. Uh, so too has Ricky Johns for that matter. Uh, also, Neil Brown mentioning that Jared Dagey could make his Mountaineer debut on Saturday uh, against the Texas Tech Red Raiders. Uh, certainly you, you would expect Austin Kendall to start, but he mentioned that Dagey, uh, Trey Lowe are mm -hmm. likely going to see time in West Virginia. Uh, probably will play multiple quarterbacks. Uh, Kennedy McCoy, a starting running back, has been listed as questionable. Noah Guzman was so big on Thursday for West Virginia. He's uh, questionable. So too is Josh Chandler, kicker Evan Staley, doubtful wide receiver TJ Simmons, Quandarius Qualls out for the year. Also, Chase Barron is questionable as well. So a lot to go <laughs> over. So uh, just be better served uh, tuning into the Mountaineer Insider Podcast where we'll continue our coverage. And then, of course, join us, Wolf, what do you say, 8.30 Saturday morning for the Gomart Mountaineer Tailgate Show. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be fired up because this is going to be a lot of fun. This team is fun to watch. They're playing hard, Danny. They certainly are. And we will uh, unfold all of the storylines and get you ready for the noon kick Saturday against the Texas Tech Red Raiders across the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Thanks for joining us, everyone.
When the unexpected happens, it's good to know you can count on the certified professional restorers at Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. Whether it's fire, smoke, flood, or storm that damages your home or business, you can rest assured that we have helped thousands of families just like yours. With the right people, equipment, and expertise, we are ready to respond 24 hours a day to get you quickly back on your feet. I'm Neil Brown. When disaster strikes your home or business, tell your insurance provider you prefer the restoration company, the Mountaineers Call. Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration. This is the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. Walk MS brings communities together, creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Register today at walkms.org. First, I hold my hands out like they're on a steering wheel. Then I look over my shoulder. One, okay, cool guy, two, three times. Next, oh, I put it in reverse. Meep, meep, meep. Then I take it up and down, up, up and down. And that, kiddos, is called the forklift. Dance like a dad. It's a great way to make a moment with your kids. Now that's dancing. Sure beats flossing. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Three, two, one. Oh no. Which button am I? Oh. When every second counts, you can't wing it. Uh, guys, a little help up here. In a home fire, you may have less than two minutes to get out. So make a family home fire escape plan. Then practice home fire drills at least twice a year so everyone knows what to do when they hear. Prepare your family at ready.gov slash fire drill. Brought to you by FEMA, the Ag Council, and Make Safe Happen. listening to the Neil Brown Press Conference Show on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Today's show has been brought to you by Panhandle Cleaning and Restoration, the official restoration company of the West Virginia University Mountaineers, Farmer Klein and Campbell, West Virginia's injury lawyers, CEC, civil and environmental consultants, hiring West Virginians to do West Virginia's work, CECinc.com, that's C-E-C-I-N-C.com. Be sure to log on to WVUSports.com to listen to this program in its entirety on demand. Also, be sure to download the WVU Game Day app. It's a must-have for West Virginia University fans. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Mountaineer Sports Network.